A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We had such a warm fall, so folks didn't start thinking too much about heating their homes until later this year. Not to mention the warm, dry weather helped with grain drying. This has meant propane prices have been looking pretty good. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, chatting with Michael Newland. He's the Director of Agriculture Business Development at the Propane Education Research Council. They've got a few interesting projects underway incorporating propane into the transportation sector, and he's got good news for us on the propane supply situation here in the U.S. Supply is good. That's the good news. We track, always track, our fuel versus our five-year average. How much fuel do we have available to us versus the five-year average? And we are in well within our ranges. We're actually in a better place than we were in 2021. I think I think we can check that box. Supply is good. Pricing-wise, uh, we love talking about pricing right now. Um, as the other energies have gone up, considerably up, propane has not really followed them. We always track versus crude versus diesel versus gasoline. And we see a historical spread. We're always at a discount to those fuels. We're at a very big discount right now to those fuels. So most folks have an opportunity to, to lock in their pricing, uh, various programs in the summertime. I would say great for you if you did that. That's great. I would also say if you didn't do that and you're a propane customer, talk to your marketer. There's still an opportunity for really good pricing, or should be, throughout the heating season. So. We're seeing some cold weather as we're speaking, so we'll see demands continue to increase on our fuel. Uh, we don't see any issues currently. Make sure you're paying attention to your volumes within your tank. Make sure you're topping those off on a pretty regular basis. I think this year, just in general, the energy segment's got more variability, more volatility because of what's going on overseas. So I would encourage folks just to be a little more attuned to what's happening in your tank. Where does propane come from? So propane comes from mainly from natural gas production, also from uh, out of the oil refining process. So we're a byproduct of those two processes. We export about 60% of our available propane today. We wish we could uh, keep more of that here. That's what the Propane Education Research Council does, is looks for additional uses of our fuel. We help create new products that come to market. So really that's the mission of our, of our organization. Where does the majority of propane production happen in the U.S.? So a lot of it's coming out of the newer oil production areas, um, but also, like I said before, the natural gas production areas. There, there's some hot spots that it does come out of. You know, the interesting thing on our fuel versus other fuels is the transportation of it. Even as much we were doing this event back in 2019, uh, we had had a very late planted crop, and we were working very diligently to get all the grain dryers continue to, to, to let them do what they do throughout the harvest season. So that's the that's the one event if we see very large draw in our grain drying supply or use and then we have a early winter season that's uh, kind of the, the interesting situation for the industry, our propane industry, because we do need transportation, that trucking transportation to bring that gallon to the farm, to the residential consumer. So, but that's that's really the big difference between our fuel that gets shipped via via pipe, but mainly on a truck, 
versus some other fuels that can go through the pipeline systems throughout the U.S. Any domestic logistical challenges you see in the trucking industry specifically? No, we really don't. You know, trucking is some is an industry that continues to struggle to get people. Today, we do not have a shortage on uh, available trucks. That industry is pretty good about keeping their people long term. So we are, we're in a pretty good spot, honestly, for the season. We. You know, barring any really weird thing, and what I'm thinking right now could be an overseas event, uh, something that really draws a lot of the world's energy to a particular area to maybe stabilize an area. We don't foresee any big issues with the propane supply at all. As you said, 60% exported. So where are our top export markets for propane? Yeah, a lot of our propane goes to the Asia Asia areas. They use it for cooking, for fuel. And that's where we continually see most of that product go. As we know, the global marketplace is kind of upset right now with the war going on, droughts, other issues going on logistically. And we haven't any issues getting propane where it needs to go. How is the global environment impacting the propane trade? We're really not having any problems getting product shipped. Uh, the interesting part, and I think the difference for our fuel versus other fuels, as you look at you know, maybe getting it into a new market overseas, it does take storage for propane, so you know it's uh, it's you have to have storage vessels ready and willing to accept that product. So it's not a short-term, quick uh, installation to get ready to accept propane loads. So it's uh, we we tend to ship to the more developed markets, people that we ship product to. We continue to ship product to, and there's not a lot of infrastructure investment overseas. So. We, we see a lot of repeat business, if you will, overseas. Circling back to the Wisconsin farmer, though, if you missed summer fill, no worries, because it sounds like prices are looking pretty okay for the winter months. What could change that? Yeah, I think I think the opportunity should still be there, and we try not to talk price when we do these national events because everything is local when it comes to pricing. But I think uh, things that could be uh, watched out for, you know, the, the big one for us is if we have a an incredible cold snap that lasts for you know months throughout the the or throughout the entire country that really strains the system and that's where we see the opportunity for a price increase going forward though we think supplies are good into 2023 we always encourage people to take advantage of early pricing programs, talk to your local marketer. Let them know what their needs are going to be ahead of time. I always joke, don't call your propane supplier from the combine on the way to the first cornfield. You know, have a plan in place, follow your plan, and make sure that you're communicating your needs ahead of time. Anything that the Propane Education and Research Council is working on that we can expect to come out on the horizon? Absolutely. Two things I want to hit before we go. So the first is a research project that we uh, are just completing with Cummins Engines. Cummins and the Propane Education Research Council jointly developed a propane-specific engine that could be into the medium-duty size trucks uh, in the very near future, and I'll say in the next two, two market years. So that's exciting. That's uh, probably our largest investment ever with the Propane Education and Research Council. That's the 6.7 liter engine that Cummins is famous for. Everybody in ag would know that engine on the diesel side of things. That engine was rebuilt from the ground up. The diesel one will continue to be made. The propane version, it will be released here for commercial use in the next two years. We hear so much about EVs and the renewable energy side of things. Why propane? I didn't even realize there was a, a need for a propane as a, as a vehicle fuel. 
Absolutely. It is the cleanest combustion fuel on the planet, so why not use it? Some things that our fuel will do that EVs can't. It performs outstandingly well in the medium horsepower ranges, so medium trucks, school buses, that type of application. You'll see us flourish in that market where EVs just don't have the uh, torque and horsepower capacity to do that, nor the battery life. Uh, if you'll do some research and listeners on some of the challenges with school buses, EV school buses that uh, are being pushed so hard right now, one is the cost, but two is the duty cycle and the fact that if you're in a cold climate, a lot of those EV buses don't even run in the winter, or if they do, they can't run the uh, heating systems because of the extra draw on the batteries. So, you know, we don't have any limitations like that. We can transport kids back and forth to school safely and, and very efficiently for the school district, which is fantastic. And in your market, we don't have any cold start issues like you do with diesel buses. So it's a, it's a win-win, to be honest with you. The other thing I do want to tell the, the listeners is we do offer a propane farm incentive program for anybody looking to expand propane use on their farm. It could be an irrigation engine. It could be a water heat uh, system for a high-capacity livestock operation, building heat if somebody's putting up a new building. Power generation is becoming huge. Depending on what state you're in, it's a big problem uh, keeping the power on at your farm. Uh, we have systems that allow you to be in control of your farm 24 7 365 by using propane to produce your power so all those technologies uh, there's incentives from the propane industry back to the farmer the details for all those can be found at propane.com slash farm incentive michael newland is the director of agriculture business development at the propane education research council giving us some insight on how the supply and demand situation for propane is shaping up for 2023 again incentives that you can take advantage of for propane on your farm you can find it at propane.com slash farm incentive for the midwest farm report i'm stephanie hoff